Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ridge, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Today, I am super excited to let you all know that our special guest interviews with our clients are back. And today we are speaking with Victoria Nilsson, who is one of the women behind Spirit Mummers. Victoria is a certified inner voice facilitator and breathwork facilitator. She's also a mama and an intuitive energy healer who is passionate about helping other mums love themselves, expand their energy and pursue their passion and purpose in life. Victoria joined the Holistic Business Mistress Mind last year in our four-month season and has continued into our 2022 12-month season. During her time in the Mistress Mind, we evolved Victoria's business to support her to hit both her financial and impact goals, and she was able to fully book out her one-to-one coaching business and continue to sell out her sell-out group program that she runs with her business partner called Healing the Mother Wound. Today, we're speaking to Victoria all about how she took her business to fully booked as both a projector in human design and a mother and also as a pregnant mother. We also talk about how we utilize both strategy and the feminine energetics of business in Victoria's case, specifically resting to support her to grow her business in a way that moved her from burned out projector to a thriving projector in business. We're also speaking to exactly how the mistress mind supported her through Victoria's experience and words. And we're diving deeply into the mother wound. You'll learn what the mother wound actually is, why it matters to you as a business owner, and three tips to get you started in healing your mother wound. Because as Victoria says in this episode, if you have a mother, you have a mother wound, which means we all have a mother wound. I'm super excited for you to meet Victoria and to experience her magnetic energy and inspiration from her business journey. And before we dive into today's conversation, I have one more exciting and important announcement. I am holding a masterclass for you all, all about becoming a 100K coach or space holder using both strategy and alignment. We're going to be diving into the masculine and feminine energetic aspects of business to support you with your sales and financial planning and to support you more importantly to create that financial sustainability for your business and also position you for the extraordinary feminine wealth and impact that you desire. This masterclass is going to be so good and it's going to leave you with a blueprint and a roadmap that is both filled with strategy and the alignment aspects of creating that result for you and your business. This masterclass is free on this occasion, but don't let the free price tag fool you. This masterclass is going to be jam-packed with value. You will leave feeling clear on the first step that you need to take as you grow your business to six figures. You'll walk away knowing exactly what you need to focus your attention on 
on and exactly why you're doing the things that you're doing in your business. And we know that when we show up from this place of clarity, it helps us to step into certainty, which is what is crucial to manifesting this result for you and your business. So you can sign up at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash 100k masterclass. Now the 100 piece is the digits 100, not the word. Make sure you sign up and put your details in there so you can find out when, where, and how we're doing this masterclass. And then make sure you create space if possible to attend the masterclass live so that you can experience the highest opportunity to have that energetic transmission and up level into this result that you're creating for you in your business. There will be time to engage with me, to ask questions, to receive support for you in your business. My intention is that you walk away really applying and embodying the information and the teaching that I'm going to give you there. So my friends, without further ado, let's now dive in to our conversation with Victoria. Hey, Victoria, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Leticia. I am so excited to be here today. I am so excited for this conversation as well. And thank you so much for being here. Everybody's going to be so inspired by your journey. So to kick us off, can you let everybody know who you are and who you serve? Yes. Hi, listeners. I'm Victoria. I am an inner voice and breathwork facilitator and Akashic Records reader and one half of Spirit Mamas. We help mamas remember who they are with ceremonial circles, energy work, retreats, and basically coming together in community to rise and remember how much power they hold. Mm, I love it. And Victoria, can you just give us a little bit of a background as to like how you got to do this work? Yeah, it's wild to me still that (laughs) I am doing this. I always thought that I would just have a corporate job and have a nine to five. And, you know, that would just be life because that's what I've always known. And after the birth of my son at the end of 2019, I, it flipped the script for me. It opened this portal to something inside of me that I was yearning for and had always been there, but I had buried it right underneath all of the societal conditioning and all of the things I thought I wanted because people had told me, or maybe I had told myself those stories for so long and being at home with him really just got me questioning what I was doing with my life and how I could change my life in a way that not only was better and more conducive to be at home with him more than a corporate job would support, but also just to be a better person, right? To to be leading with love and leading with light. And I always knew I wanted to help people, but I really thought of it in, in this like traditional sense of a teacher in a classroom, in a school setting. And that never really resonated with me. And I joined on a whim this energetic business community. And it really just opened my energy field to the idea that a teacher can be anyone and that you can teach anything. And so I was already doing some energy work with the Akashic Records on my own after miscarriage. And those that don't know what the Akashic Records are, 
they're really just an energetic frequency that every single person is emitting out of your crown chakra at all times. And by tapping into that energy, you can get the guidance and the resonance and the answers really that you need in the moment from your teachers, loved ones, ascended masters, your your spiritual team, if you will. And I had learned how to open the records for my own empowerment and healing after a miscarriage, but I started to realize that maybe I could do this for other people. And that was the start of the journey. And now, gosh, it's only been two years, but it feels like it's almost been a lifetime of uncovering who I am and what I've always been meant to do. And now I hold sacred space for women and moms in ceremony, but also just in one-on-one support settings to help them use all of the tools that I have found like breath work, meditation, movement, embodiment, Reiki, all of the things um, with a beautiful business partner, she and I together. And it's been so magical. Like I, I can't even imagine doing anything else. And I'm already making like the plan and the steps to leave the corporate job for good. It's so amazing. (laughs) She's so inspiring everyone. And I just love Victoria, how you mentioned that piece about the teacher. I really resonate with that personally. When I was a kid, I used to love to set up all of my Barbies and my, my little ponies in front of me. And then I'd sit my, get my sisters sit in front of me too. And then I would be the teacher and read to them and give them homework, et cetera. And so I always thought I'd be a teacher too, but then it never resonated for me. And then to find myself being a teacher in the work I do today was just an amazing full circle moment. So I love what you say there about we can being a teacher is so much broader than being a teacher in a school classroom. And I think a lot of us women have that calling to step up and be teachers who are ultimately leaders, especially as we think about creating this like new age that we're all stepping into right now. Exactly. And it's, you know, why not you? Whatever your gift is, whatever your magic is, everyone has something different and you have something. I I feel like the listeners are probably shaking their heads like, no, not me. I don't. And you do. Mm -hmm. You absolutely have a gift, a story, something to share with the world. And if you've been feeling that call, don't ignore it and know that whatever you call it doesn't matter, right? If you don't even resonate with the word teacher or coach or influencer or just any of that vernacular, make up your own word. Like you can be whatever you want to be and still be holding that high vibrational energy that other people really need. And I think it's really important for women to know that they deserve to come first and their dreams matter. Mm. Because I think we, we hold so much space for everyone else whether or not we even realize it because of how powerful we are as women. And what if you just gave a fraction of that power to yourself, a fraction of that love to yourself, you would be unstoppable. Like Mm -hmm. it would, it would be amazing. Oh my gosh. And that's just so much more energy for everybody else around us because when we're giving to ourselves, we're also giving to everybody else around us. It's just way yes. more potent. <laughs> yeah. <love> that. <laughs> See how inspiring she is, everyone. Okay. So Victoria, I one of your programs is Healing the Mother Wound, and it is such an amazing name. I want to talk about the mother wound. So can you let us know like what is the mother wound? 
Yes. If you have a mother, I hate to break it to you, but you have a mother wound. (laughs) And it does not mean that you had like a crazy, awful, traumatic childhood. You know, I actually had a great childhood. My mother is very loving. It has nothing to do with this lifetime necessarily. It may, but a mother wound comes from many lifetimes and it's the generational trauma that we inadvertently carry from our mothers and our mother's mothers and our mother's mothers and so on. And so this work came to me actually around a new moon. It just kept niggling me like the name came in and then this idea to be working from the lower chakras, from the root all the way up to the heart in sacred ceremony with other women just really came through strongly because you have the power to heal both future and past generations with the work that you are doing currently. And I know that sounds a little out there and a little like, what? No way. But the energy has that effect. You were in your grandmother's womb, essentially, as a little egg, as a little piece of energy inside of your mother. And so energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's just transferred. And so you may have feelings that you don't know where they come from. They could be this anxiety, this anger, this deep sorrow, whatever it is. And it still affects you today until you move that energy up and out of your system, up and out of your body. And I can say that once we started this work, I'm proof that it works because like I said, I have an amazing mother and she is very supportive. The first time we held this out of the blue, she asked me, Hey, can we open my Akashic records? Can we start meditating together? Can we, you know, all of these just very inquisitive questions that she had never asked me. And I couldn't pinpoint it to anything else, but the work that I was doing in in this circle and the healing is exponentially increased when you do it together with other women, because a, you realize you're not alone, that a lot of the women are going through something similar, have been through something similar, or just the energy that is brought to the circle through the healing work. It's just so potent. And it happens so quickly. Every time we hold this container, all of the women that come are similar in either what they're going through or what they're feeling, what they're excavating, if you will. And it always just amazes me. Like two rounds ago, we talked about the witch wound that came up a lot, that all of us were probably witches in a past life in a coven together and are working through some of that trauma of women telling on each other and women, you know, pitting against each other to survive. And this last round, the energy was totally different but all of these women still had an energetic thread. And so I do think there's a bit of magic and mystery and and universal pull to what we're doing as well, because we're working with our healed ancestors. And it's important to note that they're healed because they're able then to help us transmute some of that energy. And it just makes everything like ratchet up a notch, um, but in a really, really beautiful way. Mm, I love this. It reminds me, I had an RTT session once and one of the visions that came up was a memory of me being in a past life where I was killed because one of my sisters, um, like as in a friend, not an actual sister, uh, told on me for like, I don't know, doing something that was witchy and and I was killed. And 
the message that came through so strongly from my inner voice through that was that this wasn't about my relationship with that woman and what she'd done. It was about society. It was about the system I was living in. And it was also about learning that lesson from a place of love, even though it felt like such a drastic end. Like if you're thinking about it through a mental mind perspective, it was like, shouldn't you be upset and angry and fearful of this? But the feeling that came through so strongly was love because the answer is not to go and then perpetuate that cycle of betrayal and resentment and loathing. The answer, the lesson, the sole lesson was love. That was the only answer to move forward. So I just had that memory come up so strongly. I wanted to share that with everyone and also just say, I love how you mentioned that we all have a mother wound if we have a mother and that story of what happened with your mother. I wonder, like, I don't know if your mom has done this, but like if our mothers are healing their mother wound and we're healing our mother wound, just how incredible the difference would be in all of our relationships. I know I it's so funny because I want her to like I want to ask her to do this work with us, but I don't know, you know, it's very personal. I will say that's the other beautiful piece of this is that all the women that come go deep mm. and they share vulnerably. And, you know, with each chakra, we have different energy healing techniques that we go into for various reasons. And the sacral week is probably my favorite because every time I channel this womb of the earth healing that's different every single round based on the women that are involved. But then afterwards we ask them about their birth stories or what they've been told about their birth stories, or maybe their mom's birth stories, just anything around birth, because it is so traumatic. Even if you have like a very normal birth, there are still trauma involved. Mm -hmm. And so this last round, it really hit me, um, how alone my mom was during my birth. And I started crying. And so I do think it would be so therapeutic for us to do it together, but I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. Right. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh God, we're going to go there. Like we're going to go there and we're going to uncover some stuff. Um, but I, I think we will, because each round we do it, I learned something about myself. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of it as well is that these we're holding space for these women, but these women are holding space for us. Yeah. And This last round, I asked Tiffany, my spirit mama's partner, you know, should we change anything? We had a woman come back and do it for the second time. And I was like, she's already done this with us. Like, is she expecting something different? And she said, no, Victoria, we get something different out of it every time we hold it. Why wouldn't she? And I was like, oh, you're right. It's just a way for us to go deeper and deeper every single time, which is really beautiful. Um, and that, like I said, there's an alchemy about the space that just always blows me away and always surprises me, but also always fills me with so much gratitude for this work, because I know it's what we're meant to be doing when the last week is the heart chakra week and women share with us like the transformation that they feel have felt over these four weeks. And, and we share aura portraits with them of of how we view them as their highest self and beautiful beings and 
there's always lots of tears, but always a lot of gratitude. And it always makes me be like, when are we holding the next one? Like, can we do it tomorrow? Can we do this all the time? (laughs) I love that so much. And I, you know, as when, when you're teaching that, you know, we're always learning so much about ourselves through what we're teaching. Teaching is one of the greatest ways to learn anything. So I love that you mentioned that you get something out of holding these containers as well. And the the idea of you sitting around with your mom and uh, for anyone sitting around with your mom and if your grandmother is still alive, for those of you who have that, or if you've got a daughter sitting in circle talking about these things, to me, that just seems amazing. I, I would love to do that. So, okay, you know that a lot of our listeners here are women in business or they're thinking about starting a business and a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are coaches and space holders. How do you think healing the mother wound or the mother wound itself shows up with people in this industry? Like how can it help them from a sort of business perspective as well? I feel like it absolutely helps heal some of the worthiness stories that we've told ourselves, right? We also cut energetic cords in the sacral chakra week. And then we have a burn ceremony Mm. in the solar plexus week. And the burn ceremony to me is one of the most powerful because we're letting go of old versions of ourselves, of old stories that maybe were never true, but we've told them to ourselves so many times they become true. And I think Anytime you're growing personally, it's going to grow your business. It's going to bring you a new perspective. It's going to maybe free up your energy in a way that you didn't have previously. And so any healing that you can do, whether it's the mother wound or not, is going to propel you forward as a business owner because it's going to clear space for you energetically, but it's also going to allow you to learn and grow and then maybe adjust your business according to the things that you have learned about yourself, right? Because I feel like most of us are serving ourselves in a a way, you know, my clients are versions of me from maybe a couple months ago or a couple years Mm -hmm. ago, or, you know, what have you. And so the more that I'm able to, to heal and grow, the more that I can help them and share the experiences of what I've been through. And I think that's the beauty of what we do here at Spirit Mamas is we're not gurus. We're not here to tell you oh, you've got to follow this exact plan. No, it's we're sharing our experiences and the tools that have worked for us so that you can then pick and choose what works for you. It's not, business isn't one size fit all. Energy healing isn't one size fit all. (laughs) Life isn't one size fit all. So, you know, I think that's the beauty of this is that we want you to, to learn from this and if you even take some of the like things that we do and bring them to your clients, oh my gosh, that would be the biggest form of flattery to me. Mm-hmm. One of my one-on-one clients told me that the the meditation I do with my one-on-one clients, we do our entire time together. And she shared that she started doing it with her clients. And I was so excited. I was like, that is amazing. The more people we have doing this meditation, the better it grounds your energy. It calls in your power. Like that's that to me is the ultimate goal. If you're, if you love what you've learned so much that you're teaching it to others, like that's, that's everything. 
That's so amazing. And that is just an example right there of healing the mother and the sister wound, I would say, because like when you can think about the overall mission that we all have behind our businesses, which is to serve humanity in some way. So we do that through the person right in front of us or the group right in front of us, but we are also, it extends far beyond just that one relationship and that container because each person then takes it away into their life and deepens the work itself and the practice. I I love that, Victoria. So cool. What are three tips that you can share to help our listeners start to heal this mother wound right now? Ooh, such a good question. First, connect with your ancestors and guides and angels if you don't already, whatever you want to call them. And it's a relationship. They are already around you. They're already watching over you. It's just starting that conversation. And it can be as simple as lighting a candle on your altar and saying your own last name three times to call in their energy, or you can call in specific, you know, great grandparents, grandparents, those that have passed that you're hoping to connect with. And just letting them know that you're open to that connection and that conversation and then allowing them to come in throughout your day. So maybe you cook some of their favorite food or you play some of their favorite music and it really will open kind of that, that portal of conversation and it's very subtle, right? So don't expect to see, you know, dead people walking around. I mean, maybe you will, but most likely it's going to be a very subtle shift of, oh, I noticed that butterfly outside. My grandmother loved butterflies. Mm. That's a sign that she's with me. Number two, I would say take some time for rest and for stillness because only when you're able to tune out the rest of the world? Can you really tune into yourself and what you need? And that's going to change on a day-to-day basis. So every single morning I check in with my inner voice and I ask what I need that day, whether it's a nourishing meal, a walk outside, moving my body, maybe it's doing nothing and just reading a book, but you have to ask and check in so that you're able then to listen to that biofeedback and keep your energy in that high vibrational place. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I I love journaling. I think journaling should be done by everyone more often, <laughs> whether or not you have an actual question to dig deep on, or you're just free writing first thing in the morning. I've had so many things come up and come out just by putting pen to paper. Um, It helps if you move a little bit ahead of time. So if you do some stretches or if you want to do some, you know, yoga or exercises before you sit down and journal, I find that's the best way to get out of the mind and into the heart space and in the body. And particularly when we were going through healing the mother wound this last round, I remember sitting down and writing and all of a sudden this just uh, realization about my mom came through that you know, my parents divorced when I was younger. And and I remember there was just a lot of anger in the house, not directed at me, but just my mom was angry. And inadvertently, you know, I felt a lot of that energy being a young, you know, empathic kid. And what came through was that it was easier for her to feel angry because if she felt numb, then she couldn't parent, Mm -hmm. then it would have all fallen apart. Then 
she wouldn't have been able to put one foot in front of the other and keep caring for me. Mm-hmm. And so the anger is what stoked her ability to, to be there for me as a mom. And it just blew my mind that, wow, okay, everyone sees anger as this bad thing, but it's what kept her, you know, going after mm-hmm. such a, a hard part of her life. And I can forgive her for that. And I can forgive myself for that. Right. So mm. that came out of the blue just by sitting and journaling and, and being in the, the space of wanting to heal the mother wound. I think anything that comes up is meant to come up in that moment for healing because you're ready to deal with it. Mm. You don't need to sit and try. <laughs> it's yeah. going to come up when it's ready and when it's time for you to deal with it. You don't, you don't need to go looking for it. Mm, I love this because what you're talking about is really uh, looking at the perspective of life and your upbringing and your family's experiences through the perspective of your mother. And I think if we did that for any relationship in our life, we would have so much more compassion and love and and Mm. also healing. Yeah, so much compassion. I think that's really where this work has taken me is to realize even beyond the women in my life that compassion is the key for connection. Mm -hmm. And there is no separation between you and anyone else when you can come to them with compassion and with an open heart. And I think it was just lively that said, you know, there's a difference between empathy and compassion. Yeah. You can be empathetic for someone and their situation, but when you become compassionate towards them, that's when things really shift. That's when the healing begins. Um, and you're able to see things from a different light. Totally. I always loved that uh, lesson from Jess. It was empathy is when you get in the ditch with the person, like the person's in the ditch and you're like, hey, I'll get in and feel bad with you. Whereas compassion is when you offer your hand and you're like, come out of the ditch, come here with me. Yes. yes. <laughs> I just got chills. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I, I always loved that visual as well. Thanks, Jess. We can, <laughs> we can send our thanks to her. Um, okay. So Victoria, let's shift a gear and talk about your business journey now. You have a thriving business and you are also a projector, which everyone's going to be really interested in, and also a mother. And you're also pregnant right now as we record this episode (laughs) (laughs) with your second. So I just think I I love this because there's three different roles, hats, um, experiences that you have that... I really feel that our coaching and space holding community can sometimes see as a disadvantage in business. And particularly when I talk about human design, projectors are often told, you know, they don't have as much energy, they can't do very much. Um, And what I've witnessed in you and in actually many of my projector peers and and clients is when they're really doing what they love and are focusing on uh, really valuing themselves and what they do, there is this natural just energy, this high vibrational mm-hmm. energy that pours <laughs> from you. And it doesn't mean you need to do all of the things, but there is just so much energy that you're working with. So I'm really excited for you to tell us um, a little bit about what it's like running a thriving business with these three hats. It's been a journey. 
If you <laughs> met me at the beginning of the business, I was the burnt out projector. <laughs> now I feel like I'm thankfully on the other end of the spectrum. Learning my design is actually really just helped me overall and leaning even more into it in the business is why we are thriving and have had our highest grossing months the last couple of months. Because when we first started, I took everything on. I wanted to be the copywriter and the designer and the social (laughs) media person and the CEO and, and just all of the things. And I remember we were launching our first program, December of 2020, and we hadn't even launched it. And I was over it. I was burnt (laughs) out. I didn't want to do it. I was ready to like move on to the next thing. And it was because I took everything on instead of asking for the support that I needed. And it showed, I mean, we had some sales, you know, I think our friends bought it out of pity probably, (laughs) but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And then taking some time to rest and reset at the beginning of 2021 made a huge difference and it made space for this download or idea around healing the mother wound to come through. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't taken that time and pushed through it and kept, kept trying, it, it would have been like beating my head against the wall. And I don't think we would have gotten anywhere. And I think anytime I've tried to launch a program that I pushed through Mm-hmm. or I felt like someone else's guidance was telling me it was a good idea. The energy has not felt good. It's had to come from me. It's had to come from this deep place within and just knowing that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. When I shifted gears at the end of 2021 around how I work with clients one-on-one, Mm. this still amazes me. So you used to be able to just like book a one-off session with me. And, and then after working with you, Letitia, I was like, okay, no, we need to, to actually make this a profitable business. (laughs) Like strategy wise, you know, your time is valuable and you only have Mm -hmm. so much time during the day. So you need to figure out how much space you can hold one-on-one, you know, energetically, and then charge accordingly for that. Mm -hmm. And so it was in, I think the inner voice strategy session with you that it came through so clearly that I was going to cut down the clients to a very small number, but raise the price exponentially. And then see, you know, how that felt and allow myself the space to play with it if I wanted to. But I knew in my heart that these women, I could help and that this exact program was what they needed to help them expand energetically, to heal on a deep level, to just live a life of joy and ease. And I called in the number of participants that I wanted in like two weeks or something insane. Mm -hmm. And I remember it just blew my mind. Like I was like, wait, wait, I'm full. I'm booked. I'm fully booked. Like, holy cow. (laughs) Yes, I love this. And I think everybody, so many people are going to resonate with this story because we have this belief that if we do single sessions with everybody, that that is actually going to be more beneficial to our clients. We're going to have more people signing up because it's a lower level of commitment and because it's only one session, a lower price. But that is rarely the case for my clients. Mm. What they need to focus on is creating a package that they really you know, want to, to serve and to sell and give them, give their clients the gift of stepping into a container that gives them a longer journey 
with whatever the transformation is that you're supporting the client to have. And so often my clients come back and they're like, wow, I've fully booked that or I've booked way more spots than I ever did with a single session because it's never actually about the price. It's really about seeing your value and being able to communicate that value. And I think for you, uh, Victoria, it's part of that process that we went through to get that focus for you in your business allowed you to see your value. And actually, isn't that a beautiful, like, I always think that everything's perfectly designed. So as the projector, one of the most important lessons is to really recognize and uh, your own value because your physical energy is somewhat more limited. It requires you to value your energy in a deeper way. I think that that's amazing. Such a difference. And now that I've you know, finished that cohort, I raised the price. (laughs) I, you know, increased the number of people I wanted to work with, but it's been really interesting. The universe has been like, no, you, you still need less people. You've charged Mm -hmm. more. You can have less. You don't need to increase this goal and get to this new number of people. And that may change depending on my energy. I mean, obviously right now I'm pregnant. Like the, I think the universe knows (laughs) what I can handle and I have to trust. I have to lean into that trust and say, perfect. Okay. Abundance is going to come to me in other ways. And it has, although I'm still working my corporate job, which I would like to leave eventually, I just got a bonus that equals all of those other one-on-one clients I was hoping to call in. Oh my gosh. Look at right? that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it took my mind. I had to step back and say, wait a second. This isn't a bad thing. This is even better. Now I, I can spend even more time focusing on my family, giving myself the rest in the space to tweak this container. Because now that I've taken some time to rest and I have you know, less of a busy schedule because I have less one-on-one clients. I now have room to percolate and bring in this next idea to bring in this next thing that feels more aligned. I was realizing that as I was pushing to sell this next round of the one-on-one, it wasn't the version of myself that I was like stepping into. Mm -hmm. And so no wonder the energy didn't feel right. I mean, some people said yes, obviously, because they were aligned with where I'm going but I was still selling as if I was this old version of me. And so Mm. it's just been this really interesting um, couple of weeks for me to really realize like, oh, this is why this is happening because I'm, you know, turning into the 2.0 version of this one-on-one work and I need the space and time to do that. And the universe is giving it to me. So, wow. Thank you, universe. I love this because I feel like we think that the answer is in more clients, but what happens when you have a slower uh, trickle of clients in is it's it's just external resistance, which is showing you a new possibility. And for you, it was like, yeah, you're raising your prices so that you don't work with as many clients and so that you have more space because something else is coming, including a child. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, we're always supported. We're always guided. But if you make that mean I failed because it doesn't look exactly the same as last time. You you let go of the opportunity to grow and to step into that 2.0 version. So I love this story. It's so good. How, how do you also like 
managing a fully booked client roster and I'm talking about you've had your retreats, you've had your um, your program, your group program, and you've had your one-to-one program. How have you managed all of these things in your business? I've learned to take space in between. Mm-hmm. We After we held the first round of Healing the Mother Wound last year, I jumped right into another container to, to share the Akashic records with women. And I, it didn't feel good. It just didn't feel good. I was in this not low energy, but I mean, energy comes in waves, right? And it was such a high after holding the space for all these women. I needed the space to come back into my own energy, come back into normalcy or kind of that, that medium state. And instead I was trying to lead another container from this, this low point in my energy. And so I'm learning now that if it's the first time we're doing something or no matter what, really, I'm giving myself at least a month after whatever it is before I launch the next thing. That doesn't mean I'm not potentially selling into that next thing, but the start date is not going to be a week after (laughs) something else ends. And especially for the retreat last year, actually, we made the choice. We were, we held our first retreat in the Georgia mountains, which was amazing. We were supposed to start another round of healing the mother wound, like two weeks afterwards. And as we were getting close to the retreat, I just said, I don't, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right. I don't know that we're going to be able to hold space to the highest caliber. We don't know what it's going to be like being in person with these women for a couple of days at a retreat. Like, let's move it. And I'm really, really glad that we did because again, it allowed for the room and the time over the holidays to be with family. Like life just naturally picked up. And then when we held it in early 2022, it was the perfect time. And it Mm -hmm. was right for the women that were meant to be there in that moment. So it's a learning process for sure. But I think for me personally, it's, it's spacing things out in a way that allow my energy to kind of come back to that middle point before it ramps up again, because anytime I hold space for people, my energy of course is going to ratchet up and be, you know, super excited and amazing. Um, but I also clear my energy daily. And Mm -hmm. that is really important for me as well, that every morning I call in my power with a very specific meditation that I teach my one-on-one clients. And then before I go to bed, I do a chakra clearing every single night to Mm -hmm. get rid of the day's energy, my client's energy, you know, anyone else's energy. And it makes a big difference as a projector, because if not, if I'm already carrying energy into the next day, it just compounds over time. Mm. Yes. I love this. So as you reflect on those experiences with like wanting something to happen at a certain time and then realizing, ah, this isn't the right time for it. And then allowing yourself to pivot to the aligned time or form. As you look back on those experiences, do you feel like when you moved forward that that was a mistake or do you feel like it needs to happen so that you could feel that and then know to pivot? I feel like it needed to happen. I will say looking at our bank account at the end of the year, I was like, oh, dang it. Maybe we should have held that thing. <laughs> but, but that was the mind talking, um, mm-hmm. right? Energetically, I felt such a relief when we made the decision. Mm-hmm. And we had already had someone signed up that we we did have to return their money because she wasn't able to do the new time the next year. And it really made me nervous. But 
she was totally cool with it. She was like, all right, I'll just, I'll catch you on the next one that make, you know, that works for me. Mm. It, she was fine with the fact that it adjusted because she still really believed in the program and wanted to do it. And yeah. so I think that's a reminder too, to people that ask for what you want and what you need. Like even in working with one-on-one clients, sometimes I'll be drained at the end of the day and I'll go, you know, I'm really sorry. I need to move this. It doesn't happen often, yeah. but when it does, 99% of the time, the other person is like, oh man, that actually works so much better for me totally. because of X, Y, and Z. And all you have to do is ask, but we're so afraid as, as women, I think of disappointing people or making waves or um, asking for what we need. And when we do, when we set those boundaries, it allows other people to do the same, which I think is really beautiful. Totally. It's amazing what you can just ask for instead of feeling resentful about. Just ask the question. I always believe that whatever I need is exactly what whoever, whether it's a client or someone else, like another relationship in my life, it's what they need too. And I'm just not afraid to say, hey, we're going to shift this or I'm going to shift this deadline, whatever it is. They're all arbitrarily set anyway. It's fine. So I, so, okay. And everybody, I want you to know, this is coming from someone who's had a fully booked one-to-one practice and group programs. So I'd love you to, I'd love uh, Victoria for you to share with everyone. What is the number one thing that you focused on uh, throughout our work together in the mistress mind and throughout your business journey in total? What is the number one thing you focused on to become fully booked? For me as a projector, it's been being seen in communities. And mm. by being seen, I mean showing up as who I am, just sharing from my heart, meeting the other women, making genuine connections with them. Those are all of the participants and clients that we have. We, yes, we get some from social media, some from other places, but predominantly, most of our clients are coming from these communities that I joined because I was genuinely excited about them or wanted to learn from the women in the space or just felt called to join the group. And then just showing up as myself and sharing what I'm passionate about and sharing my offers. It's It's been really eye-opening to me because I never realized that that could be a, a strategy until we started working together, Letitia. I was like, oh, I can just be in these communities and do what I love and it's going to attract people like what? That's amazing. (laughs) And so that's, that's been our, uh, that's been how we've been able to do this. And this last year I streamlined the communities that we're in to ones that I can wholeheartedly participate in a hundred percent. I think I went a little, you know, to the other side and joined all of them and then realized, okay, I'm still really only focusing my energy on one or two, I don't need to be in these other ones if I'm not actually participating in them. Yes, exactly. Less is always more. And what's so fascinating is like, I just think that this is one of the most powerful strategies in business. And for you, even though it was something you focused on more through our work together, you were already like doing this. Oh yeah. It was like totally (laughs) Exactly. I was like, oh wait, that's, that's funny. Like, okay. And then it was like, oh, I'm going to turn this up. It's working. And it's a, it's a strategy that I didn't even know was a strategy. Exactly. So, so for everyone listening, there are pieces in your business that are working and that are having the highest impact to the results that you're creating. 
But we look at everything we're doing and we think we need like all of those things are what are contributing. But there is the, I can't remember whose like law this is, but there's the 2080 rule, which is 20% of what you're doing is contributing to 80% of the results you're creating. So your job is to keep looking for what is that 20% and focus more on doing that and letting the other 80% of fluff go unless it really needs to be done for another purpose. Um, And that's what I'm looking for throughout my business journey. And that's what I'm also supporting my clients to look for. And that's how you cultivate a totally unique strategy for your business, which is very powerful. Exactly. I never would have thought of it. So thank you. Oh, It was in you all along. Okay. I want to get to something so important, which is you've mentioned this a little bit before, but one of the pieces that you've been working on, it's your area of growth uh, personally is allowing yourself to rest. And I know that so many of the people listening here also struggle with this rest piece. I know that I have also struggled with the rest piece too, and it's been a really important part of my growth and evolution as well. So I'd love to know from you, Victoria, as someone who has been really actively going through this yourself over the past year, tell us what you've learned that has really helped you to deepen into rest. Oh, it's always a practice (laughs) and I always have to be reminded, but it, the universe always provides in some way or another. And I'm trying now to go even deeper and not even have to have that validation from the universe, like have it just be a deep knowing. But so many times I stop and decide, okay, you know, this week, I'm going to not necessarily do nothing. I mean, I'm still meditating. I'm still doing the energy piece. And I think maybe that's the important delineation here is that rest for you can look different every day. It can be taking a nap, which I have jokingly called in clients by taking (laughs) naps because I set the intention ahead of time. And then seriously, I'll get an email that we've got a podcast interview or someone has signed up for something by the time I wake up. But it has been transformational because I then create from a much happier, easeful place. Mm. And that underlying buzz of pressure is no longer there. And it takes, it takes time and it takes cultivation. And like I said, I've, I've needed Letitia to snap me out of it a couple of times, but <laughs> I remember actually we were with my family at my grandparents' house and I was talking about how I felt walking down the beach and you were like, mm. well, why can't you feel like that every day? Mm. And I was like, "What? Uh, oh, you're right. Like, why can't I feel like that every day? I don't have to physically be at the beach. I mean, granted, that'd be amazing, but how can I cultivate that feeling in my life daily. And so I think that was really the turning point for me to realize that I can receive more by doing less, by enjoying Mm. what I'm doing and doing it because I want to do it, not because it's on a to-do list or because I've got this underlying buzz of pressure that says I need to do it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the universe has always provided something happens or something shows up that validates that rest for me. And I'm hoping to get to a point where I don't need the validation, but the validation is really nice (laughs) to see like, oh, okay, it is working. But it also just allows me to stay out of that 
not self bitter resentment space that projectors mm-hmm. can get into because I notice now how I used to get like that in my corporate job that when I don't feel seen and taken care of, like then I not blame everyone around me, but you just get very bitter and you don't want to shine your light and you don't want to help and you don't want to do anything. And then it takes so much longer to get out of that place Mm. than to just stay in a more neutral place. So it's not what we're used to. It's not what you would think of as a business owner, but I surround myself with people that want to do things differently as a reminder that I can. Mm. And one of my mentors said today, you've already, you know, booked out the one-on-one program before you've already sold out this other container. Why can't you do it again? What's, what's stopping you? And I was like, whoa, okay, you're right. Like I've already proven that I can. And even if you haven't, even if you're a totally new business owner and you have no results backing you, go with what feels good. Life is too short not to feel good in everything that you do. And so if it doesn't feel good to be doing that thing and it feels better to stop and rest, do it. My inner voice recently was sharing. I asked, I said, you know, well, if I don't do it, then who's going to do it? And my inner voice was like, it will get done. It will get done in the exact way that it's meant to, even if it's not the way that you thought it needed to get done. Yeah. But it will get done. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of trust in this, right? I mean, definitely a lot of trust, but it's it's changed. The the end 2020 Victoria, December to like December 2021, Victoria is such a huge difference in how I felt as a business owner and in the results that we had in business. Yes. Yeah. And I can see that so, so clearly as well. I was telling Victoria before we started this episode, just how palpable that transformation is that she's been on. And I love that your transformation has been a result of focus and more rest. I would say they're like distilling it down to two sort of practical things that you've done, the focusing on what is most important and then allowing more of that space and rest. Because this is the thing, space, which is what rest is, Uh, Rest allows space and space allows you to be more intentional because it allows you to be present, which then makes everything that you do from that space so much more enjoyable. It's like when we're trying to do 10 things at once on our to-do list, you're not going to enjoy any of it. But if you do it one at a time and allow yourself to be with the task, it's actually not that bad, (laughs) even if it's something you don't love doing. Yeah. So when time opens up, right? Like it, you know, when you, when you're doing 10 things at once all day long, you blink and the day is over. If you're doing one thing intentionally throughout the day, yes, it may be a long day, but it's not going to feel that way. And you're going to feel more accomplished and more just in tune and aligned. I find when I approach it from that perspective, and then it gives me the time to do the things that I want to do. Like I, I've intentionally set my schedule so that when my son gets home from school every day, I don't do anything until he goes to bed. Mm. We hang out. And then if I don't want to do anything after he goes to bed, I don't have to. Like, it's going to get done the next day or the next day or the next day. Like, 
Yes. Whenever it needs to get done, it will get done. Um, and that I think has been one of the biggest things for me because I used to be the one burning the midnight oil, you know, um, and I also, I will say now treat my corporate job, like my side hustle and mm-hmm. treat spirit mamas. Like it's my, it's my job because it is. That's important. That's really important. And just even just from a perspective of manifestation, you know, it's really trust is really about belief and it's believing so much in what you're creating that you believe in it so much that it's your full-time job before it actually theoretically is on, um, is on paper. I love that. Okay. So my final question for you is, so Victoria has been in our last season of the mistress mind at the end of 2021, and she's joined us for our amazing first 12 month uh, version of the mistress mind for 2022. Victoria, I would love to know how the mistress mind, you've already mentioned a little bit about how I've um, personally supported you, but how has the mistress mind container itself supported you uh, with your business? Oh man, I think it started with the energy of yes, by saying yes to that big investment that was the most I had ever spent on myself in business, opened up this energy portal of opportunity that in saying yes, it aligned so many other things in my life because the universe said, okay, you want this because money is just energy. Right. And so the universe said, okay, you're going to put this much towards yourself. We're going to meet you halfway or more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been the case anytime I've invested in myself, but also I love, I love the women that are part of the mistress mind because everyone has such a supportive mindset, but also such good advice. You know, like, like Letitia, you're an amazing coach. And I feel like every time we sit in the hot seat with you, I find out something that I maybe didn't even know. So like, I remember coming to a call once and being like, I don't have much to share. And then I started kind of talking and you like dug deep into it. And it turned into this like big realization for me. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I do. And, and there's magic in that, but there's magic in the community. That to me is probably my favorite part is that The other women are all cheering each other on. We all support one another. We all show up for one another, whether it's our free workshops or our paid, you know, initiatives as well. Like we all genuinely are just rooting each other on and want to help. And it is such a gold mine because all of the women are at different parts of their business journey. So you may be totally new to this and not know you know, what website hosting service to use or how to market yourself on Instagram, whatever it is, there's a resource for that in the mistress mind. There has been someone in your shoes before that can help you or that can share their perspective. Um, And even if they can't, they're there to cheer you on and let you know that you can do it. And that to me is invaluable. Yes, absolutely. And I love what you mentioned there about it doesn't matter where you're at in your business journey, you have wisdom to share. And for instance, someone who might be like building something for the first time in their business, uh, actually after they do that are probably the best person to speak to because they have just done it and they remember Mm -hmm. exactly what it was like. So I love that because in the mistress mind, we have people at all different levels and every single person is able to offer incredibly valuable wisdom and advice. It, 
it's it is abundance in itself the the community that we have there and i do believe it is also because of the way i've intentionally set up this space i'm very very sensitive to how creating spaces where women are truly supportive of one another there isn't competition it is about truly seeing each person in their power and then seeing yourself in your own power and showing up from that lens and it's just magic yes it's so it's so inspiring if you ever need to be inspired and leave just like a call smiling ear to ear come come be a fly on the wall at a mistress mind call. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. Um, anyway. Okay. Uh, Victoria, let everybody know how they can continue to connect with you. Yes. So you can visit us at spiritmamas.com to find all of our upcoming offerings. We have a retreat in the North Georgia mountains in October And we have multiple rounds of healing the mother wound coming out over the course of the year. I am also taking one-on-one clients on a rolling basis. If you're interested in diving deeper with me, we're on Instagram at spirit.mamas. And we also have free guided meditations on Insight Timer. Oh my gosh. Okay, everybody go and connect with Victoria. And Victoria, thank you for coming on and sharing all about your business journey with us. It's so supportive and inspiring for absolutely everybody listening to this. And also just thank you for being you. You bring so much beautiful, loving, compassionate and inspiring energy to the mistress mind. And it wouldn't be the same without you. So thank you for being you and for being here. Oh, thank you so much for seeing me. And I'm, I'm just so excited for this next year together. It's going to be amazing. It is. So there you have it, my beautiful friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Victoria. I want to say a big thank you once again to Victoria for coming on and sharing so openly and vulnerably all about her journey in business. It takes a lot to share about our journeys, all the things that we've learned. And I know that it is so supportive of everybody who listens to this episode. So to you listening to this episode right now, I want to encourage you to go over to Victoria and connect with her in some way to say thank you for sharing about her journey. I also want to remind you that you can go ahead and continue the conversation with both Victoria and I over on Instagram. And Victoria also has a very special free guided meditation bundle that you can download. All you need to do is head to spiritmamas.com forward slash subscribe, and you'll have eight meditations to quickly find your Zen. I also want to remind you about the masterclass I'm running to support you as you become a 100K coach or space holder. If you'd love to join me in that, you need to head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash 100K masterclass to sign up and join us. And you'll be able to walk away knowing exactly what to focus on in terms of your strategy and alignment to support you to grow your business to six figures. And I also want to remind you that if you are interested in joining us in our holistic business mistress mind, if you've listened to this episode and you feel like this is the support I need, you're ready to dive in deep and to be part of an incredible community of business owners who will also become part of your team, then you can join the wait list for the holistic business mistress mind at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash mistress mind. And we will reach out and let you know as soon as places are available. All right, my beautiful friends, have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you later.
Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.